don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. Whenever I finish a space, I have a test for myself, a test to make sure that it's up to my standards, that it looks high-end. There are seven secret questions I ask myself, and today I'm going to share all seven with you. It's called my Super Secret 7, and this is the checklist to get a high-end look. If you're feeling like your space is missing that special something, it's one of these seven. Hi, this is Tammy, big fan of your show. I just moved into a very nice big house with my husband, but I just feel like there's something missing from the space and I don't know what I want to add. So what do you suggest? I, I don't know what's really missing. Um, what, what can make your new house or apartment just really special? Thank you. Tammy, yes. Yes and yes. What makes your home from fine, lovely, I like it, to whoa, why isn't this in-house beautiful? Well, that's what I ask myself when I design. It doesn't necessarily come naturally. There are some elements that you can add that will immediately up your wow factor. So I have seven amazing elements and it's something I use myself. Whenever I finish that space, I'm like, let's see, does this room have all seven elements from my super secret checklist. So let's get right to it, Tammy. Let's get to item number one. Does this room have color? Now, color means three colors or more. And ideally, color means not a neutral, not gray, not white, not beige, not black. None of those things are actually colors. In the design world, those are called neutrals. Colors are something that you would find in the rainbow, going back to Sesame Street, Roy G. Biv. So red, orange, yellow, blue, green, indigo, violet. Really, who does indigo and violet? Like my kids are learning the rainbow. I'm like, nobody does indigo. Anyway. <laughs> that's another that's another podcast. Um, but real colors, even if that means very muted, uh, even if it just means a subtle pop, I really think every room that has a wow needs a little bit of color. So check that out. And if you can say yes to that one, let's move on to number two. Number two is pattern. Does your room contain pattern? And it must contain two patterns or more. One pattern is not going to get us there. Now, you may already be familiar with my theory on patterns, but the way to mix patterns in an elegant and stylish way is to make sure that each of them is of a different scale. That means I don't like to have three tiny patterns in a room, nor do I like to have three large patterns in a room. I make sure that every pattern in the room is of a different size. So that way I have a little one, a medium one, a big one. And if I want to go crazy, if I want to have four patterns or five patterns, I'll do an extra small and an extra large. So just look how you can measure the size of your pattern is look for the repeat. Where does the pattern end to begin? You can even take your little measuring tape and measure from the start of the leaf to the end of the leaf. And then you know if that's an eight inch pattern and then you're going to find one that's significantly less than eight. And then you're going to find one that's significantly more than eight. And then you'll have mixed patterns successfully. And for that super stylish home, you're going to need at least two patterns. 
the next thing that you want to ask yourself, number three in my super stylish checklist is do you have texture? Because even though it doesn't translate to the pages of a magazine, when you're actually in the space, it's going to feel luxe if there's stuff you can feel. So I love adding a velvet. I love adding something embroidered. I love adding something jute or basket-like. I love adding something that is cold like glass or marble. I love adding something that's warm like a rustic wood that I can really see that wood grain. So look around your room. Do you have a cashmere throw blanket or in my case, a faux cashmere throw blanket? Do you have a linen open weave drape that you can get a pure one? Like we don't have to go crazy here, Tammy. So look around and make sure that you have at least a couple things that are super fun to touch. The fourth thing that I want you to look for in your space to ensure that it's amazing is something shiny. Something shiny to add a little bit of dazzle. Now, something shiny could be a mirror because a mirror reflects light and it glimmers and glows. Or you could do something gilded like a metallic tray or a silver bowl that's filled with candy or fruit. Uh, Even something iridescent like... um, a shimmery pillow that maybe has sequins on the front, maybe something lacquered, like West Elm has a lot of great lacquered furniture or lacquered trays that just have an intrinsic shine because they're kind of a high gloss feature. So ask yourself, is there something shiny? Like if I took a flashlight to this room, would I see things that are glimmering and flickering? And that will automatically add a touch of luxe. The next thing that we want to look for in a room that's lovely, is life. Is there something that is alive in this room? Now, there's a few things that I have an affinity for when I'm adding life to a room. The first thing is a pet because there is nothing that completes a room like a cozy little puppy curled up on your couch or a little kitten in a basket of yarn. Does that happen? Does that happen? But, uh, But I do love adding a pet to a space, just an element of liveliness. Now say... You don't want to deal with poop or pet problems. See my previous podcast episode. Then just add some fresh flowers. Or if fresh flowers aren't your bag because you don't have the money to spend on fresh flowers, welcome to my world. Uh, And plus, I don't like changing them out. So I would do a plant, but I don't have a green thumb either. Youch. So I love bamboo. Uh, bamboo is just uh, something that you can put in water. You can get it at Ikea. You can get it at a bodega. You can get it at a plant store. And you just put it in water and let it go. It lasts for years. And all you have to do is just make sure that all the water doesn't condensate out. Just make sure it always has water, which is something I have to do like once every three weeks. Add more water. It's really easy. And they're so green and vibrant. Uh, there's also a lot of other plants. You might want to check out my book, BigDesignSmallBudget.com, Chapter 7, Plants You Can't Kill. Because I have lots of great ideas for wonderful plants that add that touch of vibrancy without adding any work to your upkeep in terms of green thumbness. I don't have any green thumbness. Uh, so another thing is fruit. I find that if I decorate with fruit, I actually eat fruit. So that's helpful. The other thing is there's fruit that lasts a really long time. So it's very low maintenance. I find that the fruit that lasts the longest are green apples. And they are so fun and colorful. And 
they have just this connotation of freshness and they last a really long time. So I just have a bowl of green apples out and then it reminds me to eat apples. So that's good. Uh, but something alive just adds a vibrancy to your apartment or your home that nothing else can quite replicate. So think about adding something that has a pulse. Item number six. Tammy, you're going to need some chi. And I don't mean to get all yin and yang on you, but chi is so important. What is chi? Chi is good energy. And good energy exists in its purest form when there's just some blank space around your house. So when you open a magazine or you look on HGTV, a lot of times those spaces are so filled with artwork, so filled with accessories and tchotchkes that it almost looks as if there's no place for you to just rest. There's no place for your eye to just take a break. But that's not how this person lives day to day. They style this photo. They fill it with accessories. They fill it with extra art so that way the picture is interesting. But day to day, people really leave a little bit of space on their coffee table for a coffee. I want to make sure you have a little bit of space on your coffee table too. So I don't put things everywhere. When I'm looking around a room, I leave one wall intentionally free from art. That's just a place where your good chi circulates, where your eye can take a break. I move the couch away from the wall so that there's a two to four inch gap back there. I don't put anything back there. That's where your good chi lives. A little bit of space, a little bit of room for energy to flow without something clogging it up. And this is so important in small studio spaces that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Even though the inclination would be to fill every space so that you get the most function out of your home, it will really work better when there's a few open pockets where just nothing is going on. It will make your small space feel more expansive and more luxurious to know that you have some room to grow. The final thing, item number seven. Now this one, I wouldn't say it's controversial, but there's two schools of thought. I'll tell you the school of thought I don't subscribe to first and then the one I do. So some high-end designers feel that every room needs one dash of cherry red, primary red. There is, like I said, the school of thought, this um, saying that adding a splash of red is like putting lipstick on a lady. No outfit is complete without that one bright, bold swath. I, on the other hand, feel there is another color that is better to add to a room to give it definition and to add the finishing touch. And that color is black. So I believe that every room, no matter how muted, no matter how soothing, needs one element of black. I liken it to an outline on a cartoon. Did you ever see like a cartoon artist, maybe Charles Schultz or something, when they're inking in or watercoloring in their cartoon and they use the blobs of color, but then they take their black pen and they draw around the blobs and all of a sudden these just color blocks come into focus as actual objects and items and people and details. That's what one splash of black does. It just brings the whole room into focus and gives it an outline. Because, and let's just go back to color theory, black is all the colors mixed together. So it's the deepest, most intense color you can ever have, and it's encompassing of everything. So I feel like it puts every other color and every other tone that's in the room in context. So there we go. I don't go for red. I go for black, whether it's a picture frame, a bookend, uh, just a small detail in terms of a tray. No matter how small, as long as there's one little touch, I feel like it completes your space. So Tammy, 
After hearing all those seven, have you been thinking about your room? Is there something that's missing? Touch of black, a dog, something shiny? Think about it. Get back to me. You can reach me at Betsy at AffordableInteriorDesign.com. And guys, if you want to formalize and finish your room, reach out to me. BigDesignSmallBudget.com. You can send in your questions, your audio files. I would love to hear what you want to know about interior design so I can keep on keeping on with these podcasts. Thank you so much to Katherine Heller, my producer, to Aton and the Embassy, our house band, and finally to Affordable Interior Design for bringing beautiful design to the tri-state area, even if we're on a budget. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you next week. Walking the streets like